Good morning. It is the 4th of March. And I have some kind of interesting things to share with you. Um, The prayer yesterday that came to me was about there would be unspoken promotions over us. A new season season beginning. It would be succeeded in his success for you. Secured in his success for you. It's not about our success. It's about his success. He has the plan for you. He sees what you're gifted in. He sees what your heart's desires are. He sees what he fearfully and wonderfully made of you. He knows all the components and he can put them all together. We just have to look to him and surrender and ask. And also that no one or nothing can dethrone what he has ordained for you. Nothing shall prevail against you. You will own your throne in the kingdom. This comes out of 1 Kings 1, 43. I read the whole thing. The whole chapter. To get a better sense of everything that the Word is saying. So I spoke this morning over that, yes, Lord, I receive your unspoken promotion over me. The new season that is about me, that is coming forth by your hand. It is secured in your success for me, in what you want me to be doing for your kingdom business. No one or no thing, enemy, havoc, can dethrone what you have ordained. Nothing shall prevail against it. I will own my throne in your kingdom. So that's what I professed. I put it out there. Putting out the word, activating it forth before you. Then it went on throughout the day. Things progressed. And... There is a teaching through Kurt Landry Ministries um, that is very good about spiritual warfare, reversing curses and so forth, generational things. And it was basically saying, oh, so much, but apply the blood, apply the blood each and every day over your life. It It basically becomes a gag order against the enemy and cancels 
everything in Jesus' name. Life is in the blood. He gave us his blood poured out upon the cross. We have a blood covering. A couple of the scriptures that uh, was noted to reverse curses that are basically spoken over your family, over you. That could be generational or it could be currently in negative things that are said. John 1, 9 in Colossians 2, 13 through 16. When things are said over you or have been said over you through you uh, growing up, you can strike it from the record that it no longer applies and you can cancel it out. Like uh, he gave the example, we, uh, some people are spoken that you do no earthly good. Well, that's a negative curse. You can struck that out, out of the record. No longer apply. My father said, what good are you for anything? You're just going to have babies. Get married and have babies. That was the generational thought that was given down to him. And it's basically saying you're not worth anything. Well, yes, I am. I'm worth so much in God's kingdom. He values me. He says I have worth. You know, you got to start speaking what God says about you, not what comes down through the family and uh, acceptance of generational negativity. And I, I grew up thinking I wasn't worth anything. What was I going to do? You know, what? I'm just going to have babies. That's all I'm good for. Well, I played into that because I didn't know any better. I wasn't given a Christ-like life when, when I was growing up. Yes. They believed in God, but they didn't necessarily go with Jesus, the name of Jesus. I didn't know who Jesus was. He was just told to me that he was a teacher. That's it. He wasn't a savior. He wasn't, you know, the one that delivers you from everything. So it took me 40 years to seek and you know what what was missing in my life and um, so I'm so thankful <laughs> so thankful um, I feel like I was running in the wilderness for 40 years <laughs> going around and around and around and not getting anywhere. 
And uh, it really didn't begin until after 40. And um, sometimes it takes people longer, you know, and that's okay. Jesus still led the way. He still, you know, was there because he knew my heart. And so I was drawn to him and he made the way for that. The word in uh, Job 36:32 is, you will command his lightning hand to strike the mark. Okay. Yes, his word strikes the mark. You know, you activate it. You get in his word. You begin to know him, have a relationship with him, call on him. And he answers you and he strikes the mark for you. He targets everything. So we can target everything with his word. We need to ask for the abundance of the heavens to erupt by the angels now. I thought that was marvelous. <laughs> that uh, we do do earthly good because we're here for him to work through us. And so we can ask for the ab- abundance be erupted by the angels now. So put that in your prayer. Put striking out words and statements from the record and canceling them. Another good point is react in the spirit, not in the flesh. React with God's character. Therefore, you have to know God's character. And you get that by being in the Word and being in relationship with Him. A contrite spirit. Humble spirit. So nothing comes out of your mouth and heart that's of any harm. The Holy Spirit is your helper. He was given as a gift to guide you. Put on the armor of the sword and the helmet in battle. He wants to empower you. The word is living and powerful. Luke 18, I'm sorry, Luke 8. 11 through 15, it is the seed of the word. It's key. Place your heart as good ground. Keep it in good ground. For the word has layers in it. Just as you garden, you plant a seed and you have layers. And it comes up and erupts out of the ground and grows and you have to feed it and you have to water it the same for anything that you do in God's kingdom he waters it you know for you to grow you water 
it for someone else's seed to so he can water further water it his word is seed there's a workbook that this ministry puts out on this whole thing and it's called victory in spiritual warfare um it's the power of the word and it can be found at um KurtLandryMinistries.com and uh, their phone number if you want to talk direct or order direct is 918-615-9466 very good information very good now information for us now because we are still learning and growing There, um, there's a scripture uh, that also came yesterday. First, First Thessalonians 5, 8 through 10. We belong to the day. Let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation, deliverance through our Lord Jesus Christ. He didn't. He did for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with Him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing so it's expectant he's expectant that we are doing that because that's his character to encourage and build up so we must also Uh, there was a interesting thing that happened when with one of my family members uh, had to go to the ER and uh, it was kind of telling me you know alarm 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 you know it, it's in an emergency state everything at this moment in time because he's trying to activate us wake us up there's an awakening coming there's, you know, he doesn't want anybody to uh, miss it. And so I think the warning and calling is going out. We're having, we're having revival all over. It's building and it's growing. And, you know, there's, through that is a great awakening for, for the youth who have been not given maybe the word and they're seeking and searching and there's a generation that hasn't and so God is up to something a woman came into my clubhouse last night 
And she said, God, something's, God's doing something. And we began to talk about it and just the, the, the level of the spiritual aspect rose, rose, and it was a very good discussion. And, um, you know, we need to be activated out beyond ourselves. And then I got a word today that is absolutely goes along with this. Um, just his fullness is 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 coming forth. Um, and it's SharonBolin.com or SharonBolinMinistries.com. She puts out a podcast on YouTube. And she was talking about a dream, you know, that she had. And it was about the condition of the church right now. And it goes with Revelations 3. And about waking up. God's trying to wake us up. You know, that we we are asleep and dead. And a lot of the churches, too, because there's no spirit flow. And uh, it was kind of a warning, she said. And then we want the Lord's vision, not our vision. Yes, we have hopes, dreams, and goals. But we need to be asking what the Lord's vision is in everything. Because, see, I didn't... I knew I had bits and parts in my life that were not coming together that I could see how they would. And I didn't know quite what the Lord was trying to do or what I was supposed to do in it. I was a late bloomer in finishing college and although I finished my junior college before I got married, but after that, there was a, a, a gap, and when I tried to go back for my BA, it I got a lot of credits, but I didn't finish because of family things and just death in the families and things like that. So it didn't it didn't finish. Plus, they changed my program department, and there were a lot of mishaps. So in funding, but nevertheless, I ended up finishing my BA in my 50s, and then went on and got a master's, and didn't know how everything was supposed to be put together, and now it is, it is coming together, and it's by his hand, not mine, he's directing and guiding it, and it's just amazing how it's all knitted and fitted together from my work history to, to now. And she made a very good point in this podcast that a lot of people just want to lay things down and they're kind of dead to everything and they're um, not going forth. So my question from it was, are we really awake? 
and she was confirming it. Are we, most people are just trying to get by, or they're just thinking there's nothing left, so they're contending with just what they have. And I have come here, and I and I don't want to just sit. I'm in retirement age, but I want to do something. I, I just don't want to wither away. And a man came into our meeting yesterday. He was 81, 82 years old. And he said, I grew up with the fact that you sit down, that's it. There's nothing more. And you just wither away. He says, I want to be doing something. So that was the mentality of the older generation. And he wants us to arise from the dead state that we're in and uh, go forth. Christ shall give you life. So she was seeing a, a lot of people losing their fight in them and just being complacent um, she mentioned I will not remain this way so declare that I don't want to just sit back and do nothing And we do need each other. It gives a strength in a corporate way. So then she mentioned the tabernacle. They, they built the tabernacle with boards and they all fitted together side by side. And that's the way we are supposed to be as a, as a church body. So this is a very important moment in time and history and new season. Passover is April 7th. It's going to be a very um, very poignant time. Number 7 means perfection. God's perfection. So April is the 4th month. So it is number four means earth. On the earth, there's, he's doing something. Just like that woman said, God is, something's happening. He's doing something. So we're already seeing it with the touch of his hand and on the youth and around the world to people. I saw a video of the upper room in Jerusalem and people were visiting it and they were from all different nations different tongues, everything. And they started praying and each of them on to their own language and people prayed in the spirit and they began to understand each other. <laughs> Just like when Pentecost hit, hit and uh, so things are happening. Things are happening now that things we've never seen before. And if you want to be a part of it, start seeking forth in God, getting in His Word, getting in, 
in touch with him, getting a desire in your heart to, to have more of him. And, you know, a lady in our, in our study group, her eyes, you know, always wore glasses. And last weekend, she noticed that while she was wearing glasses, it was getting blurry. She thought something was wrong with her glasses, but when she took them off, she began to see very clear. And every time she put on the glasses, it was worse. So she stopped wearing her glasses. So he's doing something, you know, and she said, she said that she asked God, she says, many people don't see me. You know, I'm kind of off to the side, but I know you see me, Lord. And as soon as she started praying this to him, you know, her eyesight got better. Because he does see her. And this is what he's given her, is better eyesight. So we are all supposed to have better eyesight in the things and look at things spiritually. and, And see things spiritually. And not go by the mode of our flesh. And, uh, I hope that any of this will help you. Uh, it's in in my spirit. This is arising, even by noticing all this just from a couple of days. And I journal and I put things down. So this is how sometimes things are shown to me that through the scriptures that come that. The things that are happening, um, we, we don't want to be in a dead state. And he doesn't want us in a dead state. He wants us to be active and alive along with him because that's what his word is, is active and alive. So let him work through you. It's amazing. And I give you this today on the 4th of March and uh, pray that it helps you seek him more God bless I just wanted to add before I put this forth that in Revelations 3 It's speaking to the Church of Sardis. Sardis means those who come out. Restitution also. So, if you want to be those that come out, then he's he's giving it forth. Come out. And uh, arise awake. God bless.